We're back. Yeah, I'm down to 170. I'll, I'll, it was up almost to 200, but let's Komodo, do, Komodo took a shit. Let's do an entire episode of financial talk about crypto. <laughs> I think we should. Like where we just talk about cryptocurrency and we really kind of don't really understand it. Yeah, I don't really get it. I wonder which, what would be more annoying, that or if we literally just talk about disc golf for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> We're a disc golf podcast. That's a, it's a toss-up. I could I totally mean. do that. I almost could. I watched that Skins uh, tournament this morning. It was you were talking about last week. <laughs> oh, were they? Uh, uh, what What was so funny about it? I don't know. I found the two. Oh, guys. It, is, it is that it's because they actually cut loose and yeah. like they'll yeah. actually try some fucked up shit yeah. sometimes. Like the first hole, three of the people uh, threw awesome rollers. I have no idea how to do that. Like they throw it like like incredibly super. Angled, yeah, the, and I think that's flies, called Anheuser. And then it, <laughs> it lands and it'll roll like 150 feet. It's awesome. But I think Paige like didn't, and she beat them. So I don't know how good that strategy. She's four was. foot seven She's and eighty. So good pounds. at putting. Yeah. She yeah. is good. She is good putter. I found my putt yesterday. That's the Did strength. You? That's the strength of my game is putting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we got yeah, Chuck really to do good. it. Have you played any much sense? to everybody's surprise? I don't. What it's is true. It? We got you to go play disc golf. I always say <laughs> that we bully him into doing things. I, do, I don't think we bullied him. Like he said he would do it, and then Saturday he didn't go. I made him. a promise, and I locked myself in, and I kicked myself for it all day. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I had a lot of fun. I was going to say you kind of got into it because you were getting mad when I you was, had bad shots. I was. I know that <laughs> last round Chuck did not want to play. Yeah. But he, he ended not. up beating me in the last round. I was tired. He did beat me. I wanted to play. Because I had a bad round before that, and then I had an even worse round. So I wanted to stay and play more, but I knew nobody else did. That last <laughs> round is that when I got the birdie, or is that the you got a birdie and you were only yeah. plus seven, and I was I was like plus eleven, I think. Dude, I didn't get so a plus, plus seven until like three weeks six. in or something like that. I played I think I was plus six. The worst game I've ever played on. Friday. I think I I don't remember, but it wasn't. It was hold on less than what oh, no, I, I don't was. Have this. No, oh, we don't dude, have his score. Uh, my first throw Friday on hole one there at Adventures. Uh I birdied it, and it was the prettiest freaking throw so drive I've ever did done. Did you forehand? Perfect. Yes. Really? Yeah, I forehand mm-hmm. that one. I got to practice the forehand. The problem is, and I know nobody cares about this except for one person listening, and that is Adam Bryant, <laughs> and he is gay. Um, <laughs> I'm gay for talking about this. Naturally, my I don't want I want to throw my forehand with the left, yeah. and when you throw your forehand with the left, it it uh, finishes to the right. The exact same way as your backhand with your right is how it No, finishes. no. It, yeah, it finishes to the left. Yeah. When you throw your forehand with your left, just this, the same way. And I'm the, throwing the forehand with the right, it would finish to the left or yeah. finish to the right, but it's not natural to me. I can't do a walk-up or anything. It, I can do my entire pitching motion and throw a forehand with my left hand. Yeah. Throw it sidearm like I did uh, in baseball and it would feel natural except for my shoulder would want to go out of place. Well, uh, the... The sidearm, I can throw better than I can the thumber. Like, throwing it overhand kills me. Which I did throw a couple decent ones. On but it hurts three, the shit out of my you shoulder. You throw it, and it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, fun, though. We got... It's I'll, kind I'll of favorite things, but we got our basket, so I'm going to practice sidearm. Mm. Yeah, that's a favorite thing. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll get in favorite things later. I just don't need... I do best when I don't even think about it. Just grab it. No, all of us do best when we don't yeah. even Yep. I made a 40, I made like a 43 foot, not a putt. I was just trying to get it near the basket and I just flicked it and it went right in. Chains. And everybody did the whole, whoa. (laughs) Then like John Cena's music started playing. (laughs) (laughs) It was crazy. Let's see here. 
Uh oh, I forgot. Where my dogs at? Uh, uh, uh. Where the ladies at? In which DMX gets a crowd of white people to say the N word. <laughs> Where the ladies at? In his hands, the palm of his hands. I miss him already. Never that big of a fan. Huh? Never that big of a fan. That's, that's, that's a great thing to say right after so, a day after somebody died. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> that I am and lie about it? You don't have to say you like his music, but he's an awesome dude. No, I didn't say anything about it as a person. He like, I'm talking about his music. I'm not talking about the guy. He like raised orchids. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, <laughs> it's eccentric as fuck. Our Mary DMX miss will be really sad this year. God damn it. I, I fuck. I fucking people like I have the jokes on social media about DMX, but I love DMX. Yeah. DMX is one of my favorite black people. <laughs> it's him and Shaq. Jesus, what? I love me some Shaq. Are you not allowed to have favorite black people? <laughs> they have favorite I'm, white people. I'm, I'm sure there will be an issue. With that. <laughs> uh, well, they can suck my dick. It's not like I hate all the other ones, but those two. I love everybody, but those are two of my favorites. Go to fucking hell. Jesus No, it's the proverbial you. Not, oh, okay. Or the uh, the royal you. The royal anybody you. that's going to have a problem with me having ah, two favorite black fuck, people. Yeah, fuck <laughs> I got a whole ass dick you can suck. <laughs> fuck you. I mean, come on. Am I just, like supposed to be no, I like them all equally. I don't. <laughs> I just don't. Their thing will be that <laughs> I don't like all white people equally too. Right now you're on the list, bud. <laughs> you just made the list. <laughs> No! No, it's happening! <laughs> That's a wrestling reference from five years ago. What episode is this? Your fist just made the list! <laughs> what episode is this? Uh, to flip through my scroll. This is going to be episode 323. We've been doing this six years. That's crazy. It's, three, it's uh, six years at the beginning of May. Wow. We're going to do a live commentary to our first episode. <laughs> no, we're not. You know, no, I, th- I threw I that idea that out again. there a long time ago. Yeah, you threw that idea out there. I have a listening On party. the second episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were hammered. You're like, we should do like a what? Like a listen along where we just do commentary. Over, over. I think it's a funny idea to this day. I still find that funny. You know what would be funny though? Like, so you. Do commentary over the first episode, and then the next episode you do commentary over the commentary of the first episode, and you create Jesus a Christ time Inception. Warp. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's un- like unsuccessful it's podcast like the, Inception. The painter painting a picture of a picture of a picture. Yeah, it's Un-success- chaos. <laughs> successful. It's the nexus of reality. <laughs> unsuccessful podcast Inception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, okay. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, DMX is, has uh, left the earthly plane. Um, one of the greatest things DMX ever talked about was when he talked about he used to rob people with dogs instead of guns because dogs are like bullets that will chase you. <laughs> I fucking love that, dude. <laughs> he goes along with Bill, Bill Burris, so and he's like, awesome. having a pit bull is like having a gun you can pet. <laughs> <laughs> It's not wrong. It's like, I don't know why black guys complain about 
people crossing the street <laughs> ahead of me. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> fucking <shit>. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of mine was uh, had uh, videos from the gathering of the Juggalos, and like DMX was there, and DMX was worried that he was not they weren't going to like him at the gathering of the Juggalos, and boy did they prove him wrong. Oh sure, yeah. People were losing their minds when DMX awesome. was out there. Every time you see a video of DMX, he's having the time of his life. <laughs> he's just out there having fun, just like Shaq. If you ever look at Shaq's social media, it's him and his giant children. Wilding out all the time. <laughs> They're always going like Shaq is a DJ too, and apparently he's good at it. But he's like got his DJ shit set up in his kitchen, and then it's like at the beginning of COVID, and he starts playing the beats, and his kids start dancing. And then he kicks it in, and they're like, "Wow!" I would love to go to their house so I could feel like a hobbit feels in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I mean, they got to all be above like they, my legs are swinging on their chairs. They're all jacked. One of them's kind of fat, just like Shaq. But like, uh, I remember them him having like that circle Superman bed on his episode. Yeah. Cribs. It's ridiculous. I loved his episode of Cribs. It was the best one. He might have just brought ridiculous shit into his house just to troll Cribs. <laughs> he would. <laughs> I know, he like toured him, uh, gave him a tour of his house while he was on, uh, what are they called? The things you stand up on? And oh, the Segway. On a Segway. <laughs> Not even Shaq can make a Segway cool. Like a couple years ago, Shaq lost he his made pretty cool. back. Shaq lost a bet a couple years ago and he had to let his hair grow out. <laughs> and it's he's still got hair, but it's like just a little further back. <laughs> <It's> so great. <laughs> anyway, DMX no longer with us. Uh, apparently he died of a drug, drug overdose, so it's more like, oh, DMX. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. That was in poor taste. I didn't put it on social media because they didn't want people to get mad at me. Like the guy's music. (laughs) Wow. Hey, he would have thought it was funny. He really (laughs) would. That was funny, man. (laughs) Why must Earl Simmons swim in dirt? I think that's one of the uh, lines from his first album. Because his name is Earl Simmons. Like he's one of the few rappers that I believed. Like I believed all of the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, all seventy-three members of them, <laughs> and I believe I believe DMX about all the gangster shit. I didn't believe Jay Z. I didn't believe. I know he he sold I, drugs. I for sold sure drugs. didn't believe Dr. Dre. Oh fuck no, he didn't even he write sold his drugs rhymes. long enough. Jay Z sold drugs long enough to get because he was he was always a brilliant businessman to get himself to a point where he wouldn't where he could do music and yeah and all that different stuff. He is fucking he, brilliant. Jay Z is so, a smart guy, yeah. and he he probably did he probably didn't he facilitated gangster shit i would say probably, probably. he probably didn't actually participate <laughs> in the gangster shit. gangster shit well then there's Do- dr dre's just obnoxious i never really i love dr dre's music i like his music i never liked him as a person probably as a person i'd probably be like hey you're a douchebag you're okay <laughs> but, like, what if he's awesome he, he's probably fun to hang out with now he's like 55 <laughs> yeah, years yeah i mean say when he's younger he's probably a douchebag yeah but, but dmx just that. enjoyed everything yeah. like the, even the chris uh him doing the the reindeer rudolph, rudolph red oh, have you seen so the video good. of that no. he's like in a like a hotel like it's, uh, it's a it's a lobby of a like radio a, station okay. he just radio got off of lobby. like one of the radio stations and they're like well, what do you think about christmas and he just starts doing and he, and he play, starts playing the beat on a table and it's He's fucking great. 
and we of course we can't forget the classic reading rainbow oh yeah I'll those are my favorite pull things. that up i can find it it's <sighs> so good come on <laughs> it just like morphed a lot of my favorite things from my childhood lavar <laughs> burton and dmx yeah <laughs> god i wish that i wish he had been on an episode of Reading Rainbow, like, like, <laughs> uh, like a revamped Reading Rainbow with Laura Burton. He's talking oh to DMX. My God. It's that real shit, yo. It's still mm. the best. The Reading Rainbow theme the is objectively. Come on! I can go twice as high. One of the greatest things from my childhood. Take a look, nigga. In a book, my nigga. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go anywhere. Suck my dick! Nigga! Here we go again! I can't be anything! Same old shit! What? Take a look! Nigga! In a book! My nigga! Rainbow. See, this is the shit I be talking about! You think it's a game? So good. How old was DMX? 50. Oh. It's a bummer. What did he OD on? I haven't really read. Yeah, I was fun. wondering what kind of fun. <laughs> he was just having fun. Orchids. <laughs> just having a good time. Too many orchids. He's like, you know, people think they need like fancy soil. He's like, no, they just need love and attention. I was like, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like Tyson with his pigeons. Just, <laughs> it is weird. Like uh, the wind from a Tyson punch could kill a pigeon. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't even have to connect. Anyway, Aaron, Elena, Chuck, and me are here. We're uh, mourning the death of the greatest black man to ever live. Right? Can you think of any better ones? <laughs> A few. I don't know. Okay, well, somebody's a little biased. <laughs> Frederick Douglass, maybe? <laughs> what do you do? Peanut butter? Shut up. That's George Washington Carver. The career center guy? <laughs> up in up in Rand? <laughs> Shut up. Uh. <laughs> the guy that does the you can go to you can go talk to him about getting a degree in uh, TV and VCR repair? <laughs> no, thank you. VCR repair? <laughs> yeah, that's still a thing. Okay. They need repaired. Good lord. Yeah. You can't just put the head cleaner in there and keep her going. I <laughs> <laughs> remember head cleaners. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna use my beta repair uh, certificate. Beta repair. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Um, so how's everybody's uh, week been? Not bad. Pretty good week. Mm. It was okay. Just rough at work. It's hot. So hot. It is very hot. Yeah, it seems like I had to change a stoker like every other day. What do you mean change this? Like the, uh, the, the machines. The machines that I run. You have to. Like the it's a forklift with a stick on it essentially, right? Yeah, That's one boom. of the machines. It's like a twenty foot, and you got to like take the boom off and clean it, or just put no, a new one on. Put a new one on. Uh, that, that's probably pretty heavy and yeah. long. Yeah, and it's probably yeah. more awkward than heavy. No, it's every it's steel. Everything's heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you have to use the crane to take it off and put another one back up, and you know, it's just <clears> it's a we can get it done very quickly, but it's just hot. It's pretty gay, and um. Oh no, it's exhausting. Like that's why I'm not feeling good. Today. Well, I hope that's the reason I'm not feeling good today. Yeah, you said COVID. Said 75 it's people where possible. you work have COVID. Uh, a few do, but um, what? Where? Don't say where. We don't say where he works. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear the work part. Mm-hmm. But um, no, like five. No, oh, like 75. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! 
<laughs> but I take precautions. I wear a mask. I wash my hands and all that stuff. And I've gotten the the uh, the first vaccine. the first vaccine. But I just you know doesn't mean you can't get it. So I'm really hoping that it's not what it, it's not what it is. So they say if uh, if you have a good immune system, the second one will knock you on your ass for a couple of days. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh God. But if you have a a little bit of a weaker immune system, you might feel a little bit shitty for a few hours, but you'll be okay. Well, I don't I mean, know. That. My immune system got me through COVID. Yeah, so. I walked around. I was French kissing people all over the all over <laughs> Charleston, sitting in people's mouths. Anybody that came into the store, I'd kiss them right on their mouths. I'd hey, lower that mask. We don't do that here, and I'd kiss them right on the right on the lips. Just <laughs> a little French kiss. No, but I, I mean, I really, my immune system got. I had COVID. I know I did. And um, here you go, trying to steal co- stealing COVID valor. I know everybody laughs and all that shit. It's there's no fucking way it wasn't. No fucking way. I mean, every symptom that was out there, I had it. Even the really weird ones. So um, the loss of taste. I'm trying to think of what comedian shit. went on a rant about the people that say they know they've had the. Who it was, was it? It was uh, Brigetti. Brigetti. Yeah. Okay. Special. <laughs> He's like one of my friends said he had it like in 2015. <laughs> Now that's ridiculous. <laughs> but I did have it. I was sick at the beginning of January last year, and I went to the doctor, and they're like, um, "Seems like you might be developing uh, what could end up being an upper respiratory infection, but it's not far enough along now. Go get Dayquil and some Nyquil." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So I just gave you guys three hundred dollars for nothing, <laughs> right? And I uh, went and I got Dayquil and Nyquil, and I was fine after like two days. Man, I love me some Nyquil. I wasn't fine for. <laughs> I mean. I got it at work and I felt kind of off, and then it just went downhill extremely quickly. Well, I just, I'm I sitting like there like just tired and drained, and um, then I, I got feverish. Your and penis then, fell and, off and that then, one time. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> and then your I, company needs to to really scale back on the bird, the baby bird feeding on hour like during work. Yeah, it would really. I have help. seen videos of how they do. One guy chews up the food and spits it <laughs> it's in the other guy's crazy. mouth. Crazy. It's amazing they don't all. Catch it's a everything. weird policy it's that they weird. have there, but that's that's how they do. It's a Japanese company. <laughs> I mean, who am I to argue with tradition? You know, but and keeping with tradition, <laughs> yeah, we have to cook all our food in walks and such. <laughs> and there's a it's Chinese. I don't, yeah. it, I don't understand it, but yeah. I mean that's how they do things. Yeah. So there's a tea ceremony every day when you come in. If fun. you have that's seven really nice. seven. <laughs> Seven mistakes in a month, you have to commit Harry Curry. You have to go to Screaming Academy where you wear ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> Scream about how terrible you are and uh, stop Asian hate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually from the movie Gung Ho. Um, Let me do a uh, a, a five minute comedy monologue on something that's supposed to be a com- comedic show that isn't funny, and then everybody calls me a hero for it. Nobody saw that, I guess. No, I didn't. Bo and Yang on Saturday Night Live like three weeks ago. No, no. The, even the audience was like, yeah, I get that there's some things happening, but can you make it funny? Because this is a comedy show. <laughs> like we're we're like, not here to hear the We're not news. here to sulk, okay? <laughs> we're here to laugh. Throw it back to Che. Let him say something controversial. Yeah. Like Bill Burr. <laughs> yeah. Give it to Bill Burr. Yeah. Just, 
Uh, the draw attention to the thing, but also tell everybody to go fuck themselves. Yeah. The quarterly canceling of Bill Burr, uh, once again unsuccessful. <laughs> what, what it happened again? Uh, after the Grammys, where he kept mispronouncing everybody's names, as he does. He's a yeah, fucking. Right. He's yeah. an idiot from Boston. <laughs> you ever heard those people talk? Have they never listened to his ad reads on his podcast? <laughs> <laughs> have they you mispronounced it? Have he, they not seen the Sam, Ad- Sam Adams commercials? I'm surprised he gets acting roles because I'm pretty sure, like the first go through, he reads the stage directions. Like, oh. I <laughs> I wasn't supposed to read that. Exit he reads, stage he, left. He oh, reads, shit. <laughs> he reads all the things that you're not supposed to say. That's really Like, funny. he'll say, now give a personal experience of, that you've had with this product. Oh, um, I've never used this product. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm supposed to stare pensively at the camera. <laughs> at the camera? Is this a uh, first-person narrative? <laughs> I, don't a- I don't understand what's going Fuck you. Throws it down and walks away. <laughs> What's You're this hired. Mandalorian shit? <laughs> I don't get the whole fucking Star Wars thing. He doesn't. That's my no, favorite thing. He doesn't like Star Wars, and he's he's had the best arc of any stormtrooper on Star Wars. Know, right? He wasn't a stormtrooper. I was a sniper. Yeah. See, that's the, that's the whole funny. Yeah. I wasn't a fucking stormtrooper. Like that. I like. Apparently, he's from a planet that's everybody's a fucking Irish descendant from Selfie. <laughs> <laughs> it takes all kinds. I fucking it just reminds me of the same as commercials. I take a steak ta-ta medium medium well. <laughs> like the Wait. real ones or the spoofs? Because the, the real the, ones are funny. The, the real ones, the the ones that your cousin from Boston. Yeah, it's like those your cousin from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good campaign. All the thing that left was his finger. Mm. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> The spoofs that they did where Bill Burr fights his son. Oh, my God. <laughs> is, this the day, is this the day you're going to take down the old man? Uh, That's what I thought. That was one of my favorite. His arm broke. It was really <laughs> great. <laughs> that was his son tries to tackle him. Oh, my God. That was one of my that, favorite. But I don't ones. care what anybody says. I know he got canceled, but Casey Affleck's Dunkin' Donuts commercial from Boston. Have you seen that one? It's really I good. Think, holy fucking balls. It's hilarious. Did yeah. Casey Affleck get canceled, or was it a soft canceling? I think it was it's a, a soft, soft cancel. It's not. You can't Casey get the Affleck's, baby. No. You can't get them. They're too good. They're too good. They're too I good. Watched, I watched an old, one of the old, the, the episode of Politically, or I mean, uh, Real time where he went after fucking Sam Harris though bad move yeah, douchebag move because that's what Sam Harris get. will destroy you. Well, that's what you in get the, in, when the, you, in the most calm, polite way possible. <laughs> it's well, that's what you get when you're this a celebrity and you, you just have like a surface knowledge of everything. Yeah, and yeah. then you're going against a guy that has deep fucking. And they were explaining uh, it to him. him. Yeah, and he's just being an asshole. And then Sam Harris said, "I guess his steroids for Batman were kicking in." I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Harris is awesome. He's my second favorite atheist and, under, and guess, under Hitch. Guess who would win in an actual fight between them two? Sam Harris. Sam Harris is what? Black belt in Brazilian, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see him fuck up some asshole who thinks he's going to be – who some, you know – religious nuts seem to have – the righties seem to have this they, – they think they have this uh, monopoly on being tough – I would like to see a big tough atheist <clears throat> just beat the dog shit out of one of them. Well, I mean, be like, where was God? Wasn't he going to supposed to help you with this fight? <laughs> yeah, that, that I is thought that was way more funny. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to like picture the scenario because uh, a lot of them really do think they're tough, but a lot of, a lot of, a lot of like the Antifa dudes. They oh, think, they're not tough. Oh, they have like training. I've, I've seen like training in the park. Of them, like this is how you swing 
uh, a chain with a bike lock on it, and they're like, eh. they don't yeah, know what they're doing. <laughs> no, just wrap it around your hand and start fucking. That being said, I saw there was a guy who confronted the Boogaloo Boys. I've never seen a bigger pack of pussies in my entire life. They're sitting there and taking it. Like and and you can tell they're just gamers who came out of their parents' basement. One's a big fat guy with a hoodie on. He just stand there like trying to look tough. They're not doing anything. And the other guy is his voice goes up high octaves trying to reason with them. I'll say this for the Proud Boys: they wouldn't have stood there and took that. Nope, they had to beat the shit out of the guy. You that's, know, it's such a weird thing. Like the Proud Boys are like they they're called white supremacists, but there's. The leader's a black guy. Then there's Asians. There's, other, it, there's that, a, it's a complicated issue. It, like, it's they their belief, whether you think it's right or wrong, is that Western civilization is superior. Is superior. It isn't. I don't know that. I mean, all, all the things that everybody uses came from Western civilization. Uh, that's debatable at best. I mean, uh, farming. <laughs> that's not Western civilization. Well, I mean, I'm talking about. You, I'm talking you have about to take it as a whole. I'm talking about all this. My Trump flag that's back there, ironically, wink. Um, <laughs> I'm still leaving it out there so people might think. Um, the internet. I mean, the cables that run under the ocean come from here. They don't come from there to here to give the rest of the world internet, you know? And now we've got the satellites in the air. That's, I mean, that our boy. He's not South Africa's boy anymore. He's our boy, Elon Musk. Our boy. No, that, 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 you can't, you, he's ours now. You can't do that. He's ours now. <laughs> and he got the best hair transplant in the world. I saw, I've seen pictures of Elon whenever they founded PayPal in the late 90s. Elon was a little thin. A little thin. <laughs> now he's got a full head of fucking hair. That's America if I've ever fucking seen it. <laughs> Deion Sanders. Uh, this- Deion Sanders, full head of hair now. Uh, he was completely shaved. Right. Full head of hair. Elon's That's America, uh, motherfucker. Elon's going to get into a pie network. He probably he'll he'll get into that whatever. Means, if that happens, we're all fucking rich. Yeah. He boosted Doge. He uh, boosted. Yeah, I didn't uh, get any Doge. I did something accidentally. Too Bo- long. Doge is still like it's like worth. Seven cents now, but it wasn't worth like half a cent. Yeah, that's what right. But I I, I made a mistake. Like the crypto dot com app has their own cryptocurrency, which is good. It's on the top, like the top five, and one you should invest in. But I accidentally they said you can take your crypto dust and convert it into. They just converted my my Bitcoin and my. um, Oh, that's rude. Yeah, and what was the other one I had? Uh, Cardano or. Uh, was that an Italian crypto? I have no idea. It comes with a side of Caradena. I mean, right? <laughs> it, no, they they converted all of that to Can that, and I didn't lose any money on it. Really, I mean, I've lost a little bit now, and I haven't lost like I haven't lost everything. Uh, Komodo was on a fucking tear one day, though. I gained like fifty dollars in like four hours. You know, and sometimes so, the, sometimes you'll do that, and then you'll wake up the next morning. It's below what it no, was. No, it was day. literally the, every day after I bought Komodo. Every time I woke up, I had. More money, like, nice. and, and but now it's not doing so well. But um, it'll it'll come back. Maybe when I don't I, care. I mean, it's just when I first got into Bitcoin, it was at twenty four thousand. I was like, wow, that's insane. Now it's it's over sixty. 60 yeah, been, it bumped so up to sixty stupid. in one like one. Day. Imagine if we had real money to throw into it. No. Imagine if one. we'd have thrown into it in twenty eleven. Well, we that's what I'm trying to do it. with Pi Network. Pi Network actually has a better. Are they paying you? Is this podcast brought to you by Pi Network? They'll eventually be paying me. Pi Network. Pi no, Network. No, but... Uh, 3.14. It's a... <laughs> repeating. There's a bunch of numbers after that. It's I actually a Chris better... Chris Hardwick knows the entire 
thing. That's not possible. I think he knows it it's up infinite. to like the hundredth. It's, it's uh, infinite. I think he knows it up to the hundredth uh, thing. Well, that's, I mean, that's possible, but it's it's literally infinite. Um, but it's it's a better system than Bitcoin. Like it's it's they've I've read all the research behind it. And a lot of economists are like, yeah, you might want to start mining that because it's you I'll know think about it. I've sent the link to you. I, mean, I know you sent the goddamn link to me. Just calm down. It's free. Jesus I don't understand Christ. it. Yeah, if all three of us were, I mean, we would mine quicker if, like, I sent you a link. We could team up together and right. mine. And for somehow Sounds it like makes us mine quicker. I don't understand. Nerd alert. I don't know Nerd alert. So do Bitcoin. Let's Fuck gay ass bitches. Mine. <laughs> okay. Let's, 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 let's Working let's in the back. crypto mine. Going down, down, down. Working <laughs> in the crypto mine. Whoop. I'm about to slip down. Now let's think about Bitcoin and, and people talk to you about Bitcoin before it ever got big and how quickly your fucking eyes would glaze up. Yeah. It's a blockchain. It's like, I don't give a fuck. What does that it's mean? It's not real money. Like, in like 2010 or 2011, Rogan now there's had, people who are like hippies who kind of believed it because they were like, hey, man, it sounds great. Like I said, there's so many stories of hippies waking up and they're obscenely wealthy because somebody paid them in Bitcoin. Of Like in 2010 or 2011, when Rogan had that Andrus Antonopoulos guy, Bitcoin Jesus, he, he knows all the crypto stuff. His life is crypto. He only spends crypto. He only receives crypto as payment. Right. And in like 2011, he was talking about it and me and uh, – me and Aaron were like, this guy's, I mean, this is crazy. This isn't going to work. Yeah. This, 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 this currency is not backed by an army. <laughs> this, the, these dollar, these, these, this paper money, it's this fiat currency gold. is backed by an army that will fuck you up. If you try to change the petrodollar to right. something else, crypto suck my dick. And now I'm like, I should have sucked dick. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys have an opportunity to buy some? We, we didn't know. We didn't really know how, how to buy and, it. Well, 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 it wasn't easy to buy it. That's <clears throat> here's That's why we didn't know how we didn't do any research. A Google search. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even look into it. We just heard it on the podcast. And we're like, ah, oh, Sounds like a bunch of malarkey to me. <laughs> Let's go get drunk yeah. and I send really, texts to girls that are like, who the fuck are you? And I'm I really like, oh. wish we would have taken the money from one night of drinking. <laughs> Just one. And put it towards crypto. <laughs> Just put it towards crypto. Yeah, like my <laughs> normal night for, of drinking for me back then when we used to go to the bars was like 60 bucks. Yeah. yeah uh, Dogecoin is up 15%. I could have bought... Elrond, I could have bought a hundred Bitcoin back then. Elrond, I might buy just for the fucking name. Elrond Hubbard, <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> Am I right? Hey, come on. The top, the well, Bit Bitcoin's actually down one percent. Um, Ethereum's down thirty two. I mean, I'm just looking at all the Binance coins up. I, need I to did start. buy stock into AMC because I really think they're going to come back. Oh, movies are coming back. People yeah. want to go. To, people want to go to the movies. Uh, Warner Brothers already announced that next year all their movies are premiering in theaters exclusively. Oh really? Yeah. What you, what everybody at this table should invest in is Organovo. And I'm Organovo. I'm doing that at the next, my next paycheck. I'm investing at least hundred dollars in. What Organovo. is Organovo? They are a three D organ printing company. That mm -hmm. is something. Yeah, that's a smart. That's an inevitability. That's happening. Yeah. Right. And anybody that three D prints food, because that's coming too. They'll they'll 3D use. Three D printing is so cool to me. They're gonna. I don't it's know how they're gonna do to it, me. but I mean, we're gonna have. 3D printed meat that is exactly like meat that you get. It's going to cost off a cow. It will at first. That's why we're not going to eat it at first. It's yeah. just like with the first iteration of uh, um, hybrid cars. I was like, I'm not getting one yet. But ten years into the game, I got one out there. It's working great. We're yeah, having a good awesome. time in the old Ford that I just found out 
There's a documentary. I wouldn't really call it a documentary. It's More called like Destroy- product placement. Well, it's called Destroy All the Brutes. It's on HBO. Ah, yeah. I heard. I've heard about this. I, I watched one episode of it. It's not a documentary, but it is very good. What is it not about? Why is it not a documentary? Because the guy's inserting his opinions and stuff, and he oh, says, so it's an opinion. He piece. says this is not a this is not a documentary as much as it is a story about co- co- colonialism. Yeah, the way and how it sucks and destroys everything. But yeah, um, I found out that uh, that. Henry Ford gave all the profits to all of his cars sold in Germany to the Nazi Party. Sure, hmm. that sucks, dude. Because that's it, the one—that's the one American was it during company. the war. I'm not sure because might have been before the war. Okay, here's the that's thing: that's the one American company that didn't take the bailout back in 2009 or whatever. You know, all that shit. They didn't take any government money. They just kept churning. Right. But they also did move all their production to Mexico and other places. Well, but here's the thing about the Nazi Party in general. Um, for one thing. Germany was not always the Nazi party. Even World War One, we'll get into that in favorite things. Even World War One, they've been painted as the villain. You could argue that everybody was the villain in that. Yeah, I don't conflict. think so. I don't. But World War Two, understand why it happened. Colors there. Well, know. it's like all right, Germany. It's it's on you to pay all this shit back. And yeah, they're like, the, the, that was crippling. We weren't really even a country yet, motherfuckers. And now we have we owe you money. Like everybody was in on this. You know what I mean? Like they just shit. We weren't on really them. a country. Yet. They had be- like didn't they just? Yeah, they'd only been around for about forty years. They weren't even like really established yet. And they're like, oh fuck you, Germany. You're paying for all of this. And they're like, well, that's because what? If you study this war, even nine, even in, in a cursory fashion, it Which will I it done. will stagger you. The amount of money, yeah. death. Stupidity, money, rank stupidity, cash hose, money, cash hose. That's a DM. That's a, that's a that's a, a Jay Z song that that uh, DMX was on. Great um, song. Goddamn no, DMX, I miss you so much. I have a my background image on my computer. It's, I think it's Hannibal. It's like fuck bitches get money, <laughs> and it's like a nature scene. <laughs> it brings me a lot of joy. <laughs> um. Germany. No, they and they the rise of the Nazi Party was not at first steeped in. Well, it was all okay. Let's let's be fair. Is it was always to be fair. It, it, it was always steeped in a, in a bit of anti-Semitism. Sure, like we have here. Mm-hmm. So um, there were Nazi Party meetings in New York City that drew thousands of people mm-hmm. because at, they at, they at uh, first Madison Square Garden yes at, sold out and at first they, there wasn't. You know, they they did have a sinister like reputation and stuff, but it was just helping Germany rebuild from that. And Winston Churchill actually said, "I would pray to God to send us a leader like Adolf Hitler, who who completely turned Germany around." And you know, he just didn't know the nuts and bolts of the whole thing, probably like about the anti-Semitism. Oh, Maybe he did. He did. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Churchill was a brilliant man. I'm Winston Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Winston um, Churchill. Anti-Semitism, especially in that era, was. A known and even institutionalized thing. So, um, yeah, it, it wouldn't. It would trouble me if he gave. But and another thing too, Germany was not an American adversary at this point. Even though we had fought them in World War One, um, we sent troops basically at the very end after it had been everybody been all, been all chewed up, and um, we weren't. 
We were just all in there. I, I, it's it's a whole big thing about the Lusitania and all that fucking crap. And uh, they weren't necessarily that big of an adversary. And going into World War II, they still weren't that big of an adversary, to be quite honest. But then all that shit started happening with Poland, and you know they and then they took Paris, and they you know all this stuff. So we got involved on it, as George Carlin said. The reason we attacked the Nazis because they said we're going to take over, take over the world. He said, "He said, no, you're not, motherfucker. You're cutting in on our action. That's you know our I mean? gimmick. So, yeah. So it's gimmick infringement. Um, that's to be. And that being said, I'm not ever, you know, making light of the fact of the heroism and stuff of American troops in World War II. So, and even in World War One. But yeah, I mean the whole. And another illusion to me is the fact that they separate World War One and World War Two into two different. It's one war. Mm-hmm. They just, just got tired from grinding. They had to take a twenty year break from grinding the shit out of each other. <laughs> it was a. I mean, France lost two hundred fifty thousand men. I think it's two hundred fifty thousand men in one fucking day. Jesus, that's a fucking battle right there. Son. I mean, and this and the. The way the war was fought is insane. Like I, I took, I put a picture. I recorded a picture of. It's a famous picture now. The, well, we should wait till favorite things to get into that because it's a whole. <clears> thing. <throat> oh God. Um, I guess we could go ahead and do favorite things, or we could just keep uh, talking about DMX and how awesome he was, or. Who else died? Oh, Prince Philip died. Can you believe that guy died? Yeah. I mean, good Cut Lord. down his prime. <laughs> he's so old. <laughs> Is it, wasn't, he's, he's Prince Philip, but he was married to Queen Elizabeth, Queen. right? Yeah. Yeah, and Fox News is trying to blame the death on Harry and Meghan. He's 372 years old. The shock so of it. Oh, go fuck yourself. The man was a fucking Highlander, for God's sake. He, he I mean, he saw Jesus on the cross and did yeah. nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, he did nothing. Just think about it. He literally was born just after World War One, and was twenty years old in World War Two, and was a hero in World War Two. Yeah. So Queen Elizabeth doesn't look nearly as old as him. I know she's got to be ninety something. She's ninety. Hold on. I know he was. She seems to be holding up way better than he did. I mean, mean, when you are surrounded by fabulous wealth and you know she's 94 you have no you have literally no worries he was also surrounded by all that though you know but i mean i guess dudes are like a a, a man once they get to a certain age men collapse yeah Yeah. you know we do i mean it's uh for me it was 40 whenever i hit 40 everything just got worse for me now i mean i'm (laughs) i think she's just trying to outlive charles (laughs) charles Charles wants to be the king so bad he's the worst he sucks He's so ugly. Oh, he's, he's always pressuring to advocate. And his sons, his sons are all so handsome. Uh, I don't think the uh, redheaded one's handsome. Yeah, Harry's, the other one was, and then then the hair happened, yeah. and I feel bad for that dude because he's like I mean, he's younger still, than me. He's still way more handsome just, than his fucking dad. Just shave your hair. Just shave it. Shave it. Just yeah. go full Michael Jordan. Yeah. and shave your head. Right. Just do it, man. You know. I love how everyone's just like pissed off at Megan. The whole thing's hilarious. I don't know what any it's, of these people fu- look It's like. racist as shit. <sighs> it is pretty racist. I mean, it's fucking... And, and Fox News is picking a fight. How, how can you ever doubt those fuckers what they actually are? How, how fucking can you? I, I mean, no idea Tucker Carlson about. says the 14 words on his show, basically. He's a fucking piece of shit. They're all white supremacist fucks. Wait, what did they And say? then the black people they hire are just to give them cover. I mean, it's just... 
What did they say? I haven't watched it. They just basically, I mean, it's this whole press junket against Megan that she's, you know. I just think it's funny how Americans just eat this shit up. Like, people in Europe do not give as much of a fuck about the royal family as Americans do. The Brits do. Eh. Some of them do. Some Um, of them do, but I think America is just fascinated. Well, our royal family are the Kardashians. The Kardashians. (laughs) Any celebrity. It was uh, the Kennedys. The Pauls. We we see where Jake and Logan. So. Um. We don't really have royalty here. No. A country is what is both an indication of their a, a prison, the prison, their prisons, and who they worship are an indication of who the nation is. That doesn't look good for us. Our prisons suck, and the people we worship are stupid morons who can't do anything. They have no skills. They have, they have marketing skills. What is that? Well, it's the most important thing. It pays. It my is bills. the most important thing. I'm, now. A, I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fairly. That, I'm a fairly. Fairly good musician. If I had any marketing skills at all, I would at least be able to get paid a couple hundred bucks a week to go sing songs somewhere. But I don't. <laughs> I can't because I'm like, I don't have any marketing skills. I'm not very good at talking well, myself you just, up. You got to play the game. I don't like to play the game. I know. I like to play disc golf. That's the game <laughs> I've chosen to play. I don't want to get in there and be like, hey, you guys are great. Here's a stain song for you. And I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not playing your game. I'll play a different game and fail at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. I don't. Know. I don't think America's just complete and total trash. But I never th- said America was pe- complete and total trash. I, just, I said the iteration of America we're living in is a is a huge come down from what it used to once once was. That's my whole point. Do you want to make America great again, Chuck? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> America great again? Would you like to make America great? Would join me in making America great again? <laughs> um. Yeah, Prince Philip died. That was a shocker. I, know, I was in tears it. for hours. I actually did tear up a little bit when I found out DMX died. It's really sad because he's only fifty, and every like I said, every time you see him, he's just having a blast. Like the the video of him on uh, the uh, the amusement park ride with that dude. Just a dude. Yeah, just he's like, a- oh shit! I, I'm partnering with DMX on this. This is awesome, and they have a camera mounted to it. He's have like, we gonna show? do this. We gonna do oh, this. You have? Okay, it's good. It's so good. He's just always having the best time. Always, everybody that knew him talks about how he was just filled with joy and like he's he's at some festival a few years ago. Lisa Lisa's performing, and he's just on the side of the stage dancing his ass off, <laughs> just having a great time by himself. <laughs> Nobody's nobody's with him. He's just in, waiting to go out there, just dancing, singing along with Lisa. Lisa, I was like, this dude just had the best time all the time. And that's what everybody should do. Yeah. So go fuck yourselves, you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I had no problem with the guy. Yeah. Like yeah. Personally, I just don't you like, don't, I don't like, like care party up. Of course, I like it's party up and Rough Rider anthem. If you walked into a party between 1998 and 2006. Yeah. And you heard Rough Riders anthem and Party Up playing, you were about to get lit, son. <laughs> you were about to have a good fucking time. We'd play that shit on repeat. I would go so far as to say DMX and probably um Dre, Snoop, and Wu Tang Clan are probably the only hip hop I've ever listened to on purpose. Like I've physically made it play myself. I like other hip hop, yeah. but I just never I've never turned on a Jay Z song. I've never turned I like, on. A I, I never. Song. I like one Jay Z song. I think 
I like there's Hard a, Knock uh, Life is Hard Knock Life is is hard is a great song. It's a fucking great song. There's a, a really Dr. awesome stream that happened a couple years ago with uh, like Snoop Dogg and DMX, just, and they're just like hanging out in Snoop's uh, freaking recording studio, and they're like singing songs back and forth, like. And that's another thing. DMX could play. He like he played the bass and stuff on all of his records. Oh, that's awesome. And it is awesome. I didn't know that. He I like his singing, his sing-songy delivery of a lot of things. Um he he didn't have the best flow, but he had nobody was like him. No. Nobody's yeah. ever going to be like him. Hmm. Like the I think uh <laughs> one time uh he was at somebody told it like there's all kinds of stories going around on Twitter about People running into DMX like they were at a convenience store and like they, he was in line with DMX and uh, he, DMX pays for whatever it is he bought and he's walking out and he hears somebody go say yeah yeah who was that I recognize him he's like Who, uh, who's the uh, rapper that kind of sounded like him that Ja Rule yeah I'm Ja Rule and he just walks out <laughs> he just walks out <laughs> it's fucking great. That's great. <laughs> He was scheduled to fight George Zimmerman in 2014. Oh God! I in one of those that. celebrity boxing fights. Yeah. And uh, uh, George Zimmerman did an interview. I've been training, and we're going to fight. And he's like, and DMX. They go to interview DMX. He says, "I'm going to, I'm going to break every rule in boxing. I'm going to fucking kick the shit out of this dude. <laughs> and I hope he dies. And then George Zimmerman pulls out. Neat. <laughs> I, hope he dies. I fucking love it. Good for him. <laughs> There's an interview of. Uh, with DMX in 2008 when Barack Obama's running for president and he's like this in where his name is Barack Obama there's no way that's his name there's no way you haven't heard about him he's like the leading candidate there's no way that's that in words name <laughs> get real name your kid something else come on <laughs> he just has no idea and he no I, w- I wouldn't want my DMX to know who Barack Obama no. is <laughs> and just like uh, I don't want my DMX to be 75 years old D- it's better to burn out than fade away uh, I want my DMX to fucking have the best, have all the fun, live, have more fun than most people have in three could have in three lifetimes, and then die at fifty because you were also having fun. That's essentially what it is. <laughs> it's great, it's beautiful. Yeah, and he has fifteen kids. Maybe one of them is going to be a great rapper and come out and scream and bark at everybody. <laughs> It'll be awesome. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? It's like Bob Marley. I mean, just they're uh, ODB. Yeah, Big Baby Jesus, <laughs> Dirt McGirt. <laughs> There's no father to my style. The big dirty Chinese restaurant. <laughs> uh, we're about 45 minutes in. We can do favorite things now. I just did a lot of stalling uh, so we could get to favorite things. Here we go. Introduced JMO to the replacements yesterday. Oh no shit! He'd only heard a few songs. He liked them. I only do that for the Chuck Tell. Woo! Woo! That last episode of Chuck Tells was fire. You think? Fire. Yeah, it was good. I thought it was pretty good. To, you made me pause one time so you could go pee. That was fun. <laughs> Favorite things. What are we doing? Who goes first? Go, Chuck. I'll go. Um, well, I finally. We're, we have run out of earplugs at work. I mean, and they're hard to locate. So <laughs> you I'm, guys get the good ones. Uh, we're not have out. Like a little it's string just, around. They're them. just—it's a pain to get them to find them. So I wear my 
this the anchors, the sound cores, which are noise canceling. Yeah, and they're fucking awesome. Even if even if somebody's talking, just talking, no loud ass music, it it blocks out the sound of the of uh, the big sounds of the furnace. I can still hear the furnace, but you can hear. The people talking to Oh absolutely That's pretty cool yeah, It's fucking amazing man They're And they can take the beating Like the amount of heat That these things have to go through And they still run The daylight Like the day I bought them hmm. So um, I've been I've been finally decided I'm going to finish uh, Blueprint for Armageddon So I got through the first two episodes When I got through I flew through them Because I was really listening And then the third episode They finally Have gotten to the battle Of Verdun And for those that don't know, Blueprint Blueprint for Armageddon is a podcast series by the great Dan Carlin. Hardcore history, oh, okay. hardcore history. He has it's a six some of the best six part series. Yeah, the his one on the Mongols is one of my favorite things I've ever listened to. Celtic in my Holocaust life. is also I, I great. Was, I was in the beginning of that, and I, I know I'm going to get into it. He also in the I got so fucking excited last night I forgot he's done one about the Punic Wars between Rome and Carthage. I can't. That's one of my favorite periods in history because. I hate Rome. You know, so, it goes off the top of his head, too. He doesn't have that's, notes that's or papers insane. in front of him. That's fucking nuts. That actually makes me upset. I mean, he does all of his reading, <laughs> he does all of his reading and research and everything, and he just keeps it in that trap of his. That's well, I nuts. do that kind of like I'll write the notes down and then I barely consider them. Like, I, I, yeah. I barely look at them. So it's um, that's a studying technique to just essentially write the chapter yeah, commits, of the book that you're It commits uh, it to your brain. Yeah. Like, it creates a neural pathway. Um, I didn't do any of that. I didn't study one day. He's describing the Battle of Verdun is one of the worst things you've ever heard of ever because the whole vision of people have of World War One is that was trenches from the beginning. It wasn't. Um it was a it was really an ability. See what happened was the the technology was way ahead of the tactics. So they're trying to use old tactics to, you know, with machine guns and shit like that. It ain't working. Like um the first example of that was, uh, I think it was Liège, which is uh, in uh, Belgium. And the Belgians were neutral, but they were to attack anyone who invaded their border with the intent of starting war. And their neutrality was, a, was a guaranteed by England and France and, and places, well, England, essentially. It's a whole big crazy thing. It's uh, Bismarck. Bismarck. It's Bismarckian politics is... You know, oh baby, I know it's you coming. When it was coming. I was like, got what I need. Um, and um, you say he's just a friend. <laughs> and it's just a complex <laughs> system of alliances to basically ensure that these countries would never go to war. Because it was getting to a point where they even had something called the Hague Conference, where uh, Tsar Nicholas saw where shit was going not an intelligent man by the way either basically what it what he was he was afraid because his nation was falling behind because russia was woefully behind everyone i mean they were um their infrastructure was shit you know they 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 had a, they still had serfs and peasants were essentially slaves you know they were they were a fucking monarchy that was really a true still a true monarchy really one of the only ones left them in germany which was just prussia on steroids so um, you know, he saw where things were going, and the the there was a war called the Russo-Japanese War, where Russia and Jap- Japan had fought each other, and the and the weapons are so terrifying that people were like, "We have to stop this." Like, this is when people really started to get nervous about how destructive this shit was actually going to be. So that failed, of course. 
Um, Verdun, the description of Verdun is one of the most stomach turnings ever, stomach, stomach turning things I've ever heard in my life. Like, because at this point, the, the tactics weren't to, you know, find a corner and turn it and try to roll their army up and force them to surrender. It's basically like bleed them white. Kill as many fucking people as you can and make them quit. That was the whole, you know, a meat grinder is basically what it was. Falkenhayn, who was like the, the, the German general who had taken over this guy von Moltke, basically said that. He's like, I'm going to bleed France white and make him quit. And once we make them quit, then we're taking the biggest sword out of England's hand. England is the ultimate enemy. So the description of the shelling of Verdun he said, you have to imagine a forest, and in a matter of a day, it is the moon. Jesus. It is, you know, these shells, they were, give you an idea of how ridiculously, you know, awful this was. The, the, the Germans built five railways to get fucking, to get their equipment to Verdun. Five fucking railways. They, they had 1,300 trains, not cars, Trains to with to, many to, cars to transport to transport wow. the shells. Two point five million shells to shoot out of these guns. One including one called Long Max, which is one of the fucking most German things I've ever heard in my life. Built by the Skoda or Krupp Ironworks, and this this gun the shells went twenty fucking miles. Jesus, shot tap dancing Christ with accuracy. So they were talking about how the. They would watch trees get blown up in the air, and then another one, another shell would hit and sh- and just break it into splinters. So then they start to dig in and like make the trenches and shit like that. Then these people don't leave these trenches for years. And if you step out for a second, you stick your finger up, your finger gets shot off. So they have to bury bodies in the trenches with them. How many? How many people do you think? Uh Resorted to cannibalism. None. They they were able to eat. Okay. But what they were eating that you probably would have liked to eat eaten, eaten a fresh body instead. Yeah. Just cut some of the one of them. The this French soldier said he said the stench of bodies was everywhere. It was in our clothes. It was in our food. It was in the coffee mm-hmm. we drank because there was so much dead shit. Every horses, men. Uh, mountains of rats crawling over everything. Rats making their homes in the bodies of men. Um, clouds of Star Wars. <laughs> clouds, fl- clouds of flies so dense that it looks like a moving wall up the side of the trench. Oh. So many fucking flies. I and then it flies. froze. Then it froze. They're walking through knee deep muck that's frozen. And then they would get trench foot where their feet would literally rot off because of all the bacteria. I had trench foot a couple weeks ago. It was rough. It's just. It's one of the most awful things. And then and then one of the worst parts is these shell holes would fill up because at this point they have chemical warfare. So they start using mustard gas, which is just chlorine gas. Why not ketchup gas? That would be delicious. Tartar sauce gas. <laughs> Chick- Honey mustard Chick-fil-A gas. Chick-fil-A gas. <laughs> oh, Chick-fil-A sauce gas? Polynesian there gas? There is a ketchup shortage. Yum-yum sauce gas. Yum-yum mm. um, sauce is pretty good. Yeah. yeah but it's, also it's, it's in like... The name. It's all also it's in the name. <laughs> it doesn't really taste like anything. It's yeah, it's kind of it's kind of bland, but it's it very does indeter- It's very indeterminate. It enhances whatever you put it, put it on, you know. But anyway, these these craters would fill with water, which also had you know uh, chemicals in them because the chemicals are not gas. The chemicals are essentially a solid that goes along the, the and then the rain hits it and takes it down into the trench. 
every one of them had a body in it. And if you're walking along these trenches with a heavy pack on you falling, you're fucked. You're not climbing up the side of that trench. So people would have to look at their friends falling in a trench and die or in a, in a shell hole and dying because you can't help them out because then you die. And the probably the best thing you could do is just give them a bullet. Right. Sure. Just like, hey, man, I love you. I got to kill you. You know what I mean? Because that's another thing that happened to another awful thing that World War One. One of the selling points for the Brits when people didn't want to fight anymore is like you can sign up as a group, as a town, as a fraternity, as all this stuff. And you can go to war with your friends. So when an especially bad thing happens, like Verdun, entire towns were killed in a blink. So and these are favorite things. <laughs> but I'm, like, ta- <laughs> I'm talking about the, the description of it is an, is an amazing thing. Um, I can't wait to get into the Punic Wars. It's actually going to be a little bit a better thing, even though one of the worst things, one of the worst events, the Battle of Cannae, happened during the Punic Wars where the Carthaginians surrounded the Romans. And there were so many Roman soldiers that had to be killed that men stood packed like this. All day. I'm talking, you know, shoulder to shoulder and waited to die for an entire day. So by the time they got into the end, guys had dug holes and stuck their head in the cover back up to smother themselves so they didn't have to die that way. Jesus Christ. I mean, it was, you know, war is an awful, awful thing. And World War One and things like the Battle of Kinney show you how bad they can be. Um but again, that's a favorite thing because I just love the podcast. The way he does it. Yeah, he's um, really good. The the descriptions of um, he quotes Churchill and he quotes all these these people whose books I've read now. Philip Gibbs and uh, my favorite Barbara Tuckman and all the and these great quotes by him and just the the unimaginable amount of men. He said, "Let's break it down this way: the Roman." The Roman soldier, the Roman army at the height of the empire was goes from 500,000 to 750,000 men. That was the entire army to control this massive empire. There was a flanking maneuver called the Schlieffen Plan, where it was this thing where they had to go through Belgium and then collapse down on France that had 1.5 million men. Jesus Christ. That's a flanking maneuver. And that's more people than we have in the in our armed forces right now, I think. Probably. And there were, at, at the end of uh, like a few months of combat, France had lost 2 million men. Germany had lost 2 million men. You know, it's the, 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 the sheer, ca- and it's worse than World War II. The, the, the casualty rates in World War II were higher, but the battlefield moved. You know, and you didn't have the, all these awful things to go along with it. Plus, I'm sure that, you know, people got PT- PTSD, which was known as shell shock. You know, uh, in, in World off. War II, but in World War One, I, I don't think I could watch the videos of these guys who had shell shock because they go into seizures, basically. Their bodies lock up. I've had a, a, a panic attack recently that was so bad I thought I was having a seizure. And these guys live with this every day because I've got PTSD. So um, it's awful. It's the most awful thing, but I have to deal with it every now and then. You know, something will happen to kick it off, and then I'll have to go sit in a warm bathtub and calm myself down and take something and go to sleep. That's heroin. Oh shit, that would be great. But <laughs> I do, I really do want to try heroin. <laughs> if I ever get a, uh, a a terminal disease, I'm I'm doing heroin. But um, you bet your sweet ass, especially uh, if it's like a painful disease. Sure. Um, but anyway, that that was a great. And then uh, I had another thing where 
second favorite thing is world building. And this is stuff that I write. I can't write anymore for some reason. Like trying to get a story going is so difficult, but building a world is something I can do effortlessly. And I actually was building uh, this fantasy world that, that it's the same fantasy world that I've written in a hundred, you know, a bunch of times and never finished anything. But the Western continent, I really started to sketch it out as a giant like ring. And in the center of it is a, is basically a freshwater ocean. And then all the things that are in our oceans that are saltwater things in this world are freshwater. You got freshwater sharks, whales, all this stuff. And these people have great ships, you know, these kind of Aboriginal style people have ships that go all over this. And it's also based on the Pliocene era, which is megafauna. You have giant lions, tigers, you know, Huge what about bears, bears and bears. Oh my! And, oh my! And mammoths. My. The people hunt mammoths. They've actually uh, domesticated mammoths to get to have them to do you know manual labor and stuff like that. But the story I was writing, there's this. Uh, there was a Celtic group that got put through a diaspora. They got pushed off their their islands, basically their lands. So they live in other countries. It's basically what happened to to uh, the Jews. You know, they have to live in a place that's not their place because they don't have a place. So the story is about this kid who's of this Celtic group. He, they live among the, the like the Native American style people, but they're it's not that they're not accepted. They're just different, you know, um, and he has to go out on a hunt and it starts this huge snowstorm. I know of the easiest example for another story, but then this giant like, you know, fucking megafauna tiger starts to stalk him and. You know, he finds a guy that's been attacked by it, so he puts him in a cave, and they're like, you know, he's got a big dog and his horse, and they and, it, and the thing kills his horse, and you know, it's it was going to be a pretty fully realized story, but just a short story. But um, I love I love building the world more than I like writing in it. Maybe you should get a partner. Yeah, I don't know why I can't. I, it's lack of practice, I suppose, but I just I can't even begin. Like, well, just, just um. What all the writers say is just for an hour or a half hour, whatever it is, no internet, no nothing, laptop or whatever you use, freehand, whatever you do, right. just do it for an hour. And no matter what what comes out, if you get a paragraph that's halfway decent, build on that paragraph. Well, George R. R. Martin says a page. Yeah. One, one page. If you get a page. Day. Yeah. But he's one to talk. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've heard like he's never finished. You know? 30 minutes. I've been waiting over 10 years, over a dec- decade but, for uh, Winds of Winter. So. Books but are like, I've also heard writers, song. songwriters, whatever it is, talk about if you're not feeling it and you pick up the guitar and you're not and, Put you're, it down. and you're not feeling it, nothing's coming out. Just start playing things that you like and you know. And after an hour of doing that, if nothing comes out, Play video games. Do whatever the fuck. Well, you want. there's also a thing I was going to do where you uh, you can find a book that you love and start just copying it, and then that'll get the mind going, and then it's a lead into something yeah. that you want to write. So there actually is a part of a Dance with Dragons that's the beginning where there's a character that after the failed siege of the Wall and they push back the Wildlings, um, he's dying in this. And the snow's coming, and then the others start to come, the White Walkers. And he's 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 a character that wasn't in the show. His name's Veramir Sixskins, and he had a it's a great name. Well, he had he, he said it sounded very grand because his real name is like something ridiculously dumb. Like he was Omar. And, 
And he rode a bear in the battle. And he Hell had, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was, but he's a little scrawny, little runty guy. But it was a, it was a cool part to it. Um, the gym uh, went well yesterday, like really well. But still doing arm wrestling stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what about leg wrestling? Indian leg wrestling. God. Remember that? Yeah, killed. like where you flip. Getting housed by my brother when I was seven years old. I feel old. like being flip. Shut up. I feel like being taller. <laughs> a little flip. A little flip. Just a little flip there. Flip. I feel like whoever's flip. the tallest flip, has the flip, advantage. Flip Philadelphia. Yeah. Whoever is tallest has an advantage. That's why I could never beat my brother. Probably yeah. still couldn't beat him. He's seven foot eleven. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know him. He's Very tall. tall. Guy. No, I. Uh, I've been doing stuff at work. Like last night, there's still that thing in me that's still thinks I'm in my twenties and thirties. So I, there's a giant fucking. For log. those that don't know, you're fifty seven years old. That's what right. I feel like today. There was a giant log they used to, to. Uh, Try to poke the furnace open. I'll poke the furnace open, and it, it's huge. Oh, yeah. So I pick it's it up. A log, yeah, like okay. a, well, it's a sharp, it's made of with wood? a sharpened with made a sharpened end, yeah, with a sharpened end. Wood, and I pick it up and put it on my shoulder and go throw it into the furnace. Hell yeah! I yeah. shouldn't have done that. Definitely like, shouldn't. Have it was that. fucking heavy. And then I went between. I went over and I've got two giant uh, bolts that I do shoulder stuff with, and I have. Uh, these giant chain links that have these, uh, they're called uh, holsters, basically. And they're just two giant twisted pieces of metal. And I do shrugs with them. And I've actually th- decided that now for leg days, uh, that I'm going to start doing farmer's walks with them, you know, outside the farms and stuff like that. And even pick up, uh, there's these giant things we put the boom on. I pick up one of those on my shoulder and carry it up and back. When you do that, do you say, Here comes the boom? <laughs> I will probably. <laughs> Because I got a, uh, I think uh, one of you guys has a, a putter in your disc bag called the Judge. Yeah. And every time I throw it, I'm like, here comes the Judge. Yeah. God. <laughs> um, I actually found one at Beckwith. Really? A, a, a Judge. And um didn't have a name on it, so it belongs to me now. Sorry about your damn luck. <laughs> They're $9. Do you guys find your buzz or whatever? No. Yeah, yeah I have no idea what happened to it. That was a major. I can't bring myself to order myself a new major uh, bone, bone for some contention that day, making me very nervous. <laughs> you can go to OTB Discs and they, uh, um, they'll get it to I you. Can't in find two a buzz sold out yeah. on there. They have SSs. They did at least the one I have, and I tell you what, that thing came in handy yesterday. SSs, super yeah, straight SS. Oh, it'll kind of just yeah, go it's like seventeen you put bucks. It. Aaron, stop being a little bitch. Just order. I'm just it. saying. I'm, I don't know. Order it. I'll order it. I will eventually. Just send it to me and I'll order it. <laughs> I'll find one and I'll send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> any other, any, uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier? Uh, you oh, get into shit, that, yeah. dude. That's a, that's a, <laughs> have you guys watched show it itself? Yeah. Brother. <laughs> I honestly don't know what's better. What's better though? That or Invincible? Invincible's great. Have you been, have you watched, watched all, all of it? I've watched all of it, yeah. All nah, the, we're going to watch it. We need to watch it. They have it. so many about fucking it. cool guest stars. Uh, Seth Rogen, Michael Dorn played a voice in the fucking. Stephen Yun is one of the main characters. Yeah, Sandra O. Oh. Sandra and, and oh J.K. Simmons plays Omni Man. Like, fucking great. And, and he wasn't thing. very invincible this past episode. I can't wait to see Omni Man deal with that motherfucker. There was like, a there was a lot of uh, there's there is sorry you guys that's a buzz that's a that, disc yeah. that's awesome that is awesome mm-hmm. they have them as buzz saws too. Um, it's by the creators of uh, 
The Walking Dead. So there's a lot of people from The Walking Dead voicing characters on the show. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's like The Boys, kind of. Where it's way more violent. It's way more violent. <laughs> I think about the boys violent. a lot. The boys. So this great. cartoon is violent. Yes. Yes. As okay. Fuck. We're it's about the creators of The Walking Dead. It's great. And right. they lull you into false sense of security. Like you think it's just going to be like some other regular superhero show. Like the kid gets his powers, whatever. And then the end of the first episode will shock the shit out of you. Insane okay. violence. I'm sitting there watching like, what in the fuck is going on? Yeah. Here? You know, because you could get turned off. By What's it on? It's Amazon it's Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay. You can get turned off on it if you don't watch till the end of that episode. Right. You're like, it's just going to be a regular coming of age superhero guy. But it's not. Well, what I liked about those is the little things they sneak in. Like, he said the his wife said something, and then he says, are you questioning my authority? I'm like, that was very odd for him yeah. to say something like that. I was like, that's going somewhere probably, but maybe not. It could just be clever writing or good writing. And then, no, this, this last episode, though, this lion, it's basically Lion-O on steroids for fucking Thundercats shows up and beats the fuck out of everybody, like effortlessly, you know, and I'm, I, what I like, though, is, is that Omni-Man, who J.K. Simmons plays as the main character's dad, he's a monster. Like, he's fucking, he's Superman, you know, he's definitely just like, Class 100 strength, he can fly, he is invincible, essentially. You know, he kills an entire planet on one of the episodes Hmm. because they keep invading, (laughs) invading Earth. So he just goes to their planet and destroys their cities and and reduces them to the fucking Stone Age. He's like an AI. Like, if you you got an AI to to fix all the world's problems, like, how would we solve global warming the ai would be like we get rid of all the humans exactly so that's kind of what omni man is yeah i mean and he's it's just and and the animation style is very fluid and you know very clean there's not a lot of there's not a lot of over you know I, i don't know how to explain the animation style of uh batman the animated series is something i would consider clean but it's very dark this is colorful and it's clean, but it's also very fluid. It's almost it's anime style, basically. Yeah, and um, but the characters look like they could be in like a DC animated movie. Sure, and they're making a, a live action version of this now. Of Invincible, and I can't fucking wait. Word, yeah, they, hmm. it's going to be, yeah that that end part of this last episode. They they keep on throwing stuff at you that shocks you when it happens, and that guy, the the big lion guy with this big mace, was just like I was like this motherfucker's a badass. He just I thought he, he's, he means business. Yeah, he's, he's a did, bit of a knucklehead. He did man. indeed, but I can't wait to see the fight between him and Omni Man. I think Omni Man is going to just cut loose on him and, and fucking crush him. I hope that happens. But yeah, anyway, I'm excited to get into this. Yeah, you guys will. Yeah, like you it. Will I didn't realize. I think you will. It. I think especially you yeah, will love it. I'm pretty excited for You'll it. You'll probably love it too, but I know you will. Oh, especially Fal- if you like the boys and you like superhero uh, shit. She obsessed with the boys. So the boys this is, rule. This is better than the boys, in my opinion. Really? Yes. Did you finish the boys? I. No, but I'm saying just the whole style of it, I think is better. Like, How many I think the writing's better. I think the um, third one's coming. Okay. And plus, animation has the benefit of being animated. And like, you, they can do can anything they want. Yeah, they can do anything they want. And uh, they really can make it look great. And st- but I don't like his costume. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan of the Superman cape costume. I like that. I like super and I'm a no big capes. fan. I'm a fan of Superman clones. Like I like Omni Man, um 
Captain Marvel, Superman clone, Hyperion from the Marvel Universe. Um, you know, there's so many awesome Superman clones. You like your heroes to have capes. Even though all heroes don't have to wear capes. I like them and, and to have undies on the outside of their. Uh, well, panties. that's not necessarily, but I'm talking about a simple thing that's, you know, very little frills, you know, just a symbol and that's it. Was there a big- you think of the Incredible? She's like, no capes. No capes. They're like, was there like a con- I like when they showed all the people got killed by capes. Yeah. <laughs> was there a, a, a controversy whenever they debuted Henry Cavill's suit and it didn't have the undies on the outside? Was there? I don't remember. Because I know that there are some people that prefer the undies on the outside Stop. of the suit. Stop it. Hey, I'm just I love saying. it. I used to do it all the time when I was a kid. I mean, too. yeah, for kids, yeah. I get it. But and like, they also it look looks like they lame. also look like pro wrestlers. Oh, shit. Yeah. The only one who could pull off is Henry. The original. Well, no, the original Superman costume is Christopher Reeve. There's pictures so. of Henry Cavill in it. In like test screen, test uh, wardrobe tests or whatever. Yeah. And, and he looks fucking great. And Christopher yeah. Reeve's. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Christopher Reeve just. Lent himself to that style. Christopher Reeve ruled. Um, there, that wh- horse. I love the fact that one of my favorite comics ever is there was a Superman clone in the DC universe, uh, Majestic, Mister Majestic, and the guy who did it was my fa- one of my f- was my favorite DC artist besides uh, Alex Ross. His name was Ed McGinnis, mm-hmm. and Mister Majestic had a really goofy looking costume. It was awesome, and they and they. Fought each other and then they end up being friends and stuff. And then they, you know, it was just the, I don't know. I, I, I just love that kind of stuff. But yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier was, yeah. That's, I loved it when the, uh, the Dora, Dora, the Dora, I can't remember M- what they're Minaj, called. M- 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 the, the black ladies from Wakanda the came. All black ladies who have the vibranium spears. There was, there was, you'd rather fight Bucky than these. Yeah. The scene, uh, where, uh, the Captain America dudes on the ground and his shields land there and the chick freaking pops it Doesn't up and stomp like yeah. Aaron like rewound it. Yeah, I rewound it. I was like, that was awesome. Was, it gave me chills. I was like, she should keep that because yeah. that was it's stolen. Yeah. From, yeah, but they're not thieves. You keep not, it now. But the the uh the material was stolen to make the shield from Wakanda. Sure, but mm-hmm. they but they, they, they respect Captain They love Cap. And but the uh, so. like they she, she um if I was running it, which is probably why I'm not a writer. <laughs> Um, uh, she would have said, "We're keeping this until Sam wants it, or something like that." Because that Sam, been, is, Sam is going to be Captain America. Right. That would have been a thing, but at the same time, I think that they are maybe hoping that this guy will step up and and be good with the mantle. You know, what did the end oh, of the episode? Mm. Mm. You watch it, right? He took the super soldier serum, yeah. and that super soldier serum is stronger than the stuff Cap took. So, so Bucky's going to have his hands. And they made sure to yeah. tell the story that it's uh, it, it makes people go wonky in the brain. Or it makes them more of what ba- they are. Yeah. Well, the original Super Soldiers there made them, made them more of what they actually are. Yeah, but they I like the fact they discussed that. He's like, well, it didn't do with Steve. He's just like, there's only one Steve. You know, yeah. so um, I'm a huge Cap fan. Like, yeah. Cap <laughs> no. Superman. Cap Superman. That's like my... They're my yeah, those are... They're upper. They're the big blue favorites. boy scouts, basically. So... Yeah. Um, I like Bucky. He's gorgeous. He is hot. Bucky is very well. Sweet. He's Beautiful. not only that. Like you can be gorgeous and you could also be a shitty actor and still get roles. He's really good. He's, He's a good great. Actor. Yeah that that part where he was where they he finally they broke the coding that turned him into the Winter Soldier and he his reaction to it. Oh god, was as good as anything I've ever seen any actor so ever do. Yeah, I liked it whenever uh, what's her face, uh, one of the bald black ladies. I can't remember her name. Deactivates his arm and it just falls off. He's like, "What the? F- 
<laughs> Come on, dude. I like when he put it on, though, and he swung it all the way around. Like, yeah. he's like that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, uh, they were like, did you know that they could do that? And he's like, nope. <laughs> I knew my buddy had called the Battlestar death. He's like, Battlestar's going to die. I'm like, well, probably. And then I, went, I was kind of like a foregone conclusion. But what we're leading into, I don't care what anybody says, is this is leading into the Weapons Plus program, which gave rise to the Weapon X program, who is Wolverine. Mm-hmm. So... um we're going to at least have a mention of the Weapons Plus program, if not a full-on, uh, you know, like mention of the Weapon X program that Canada is developing because it was Canada, it wasn't the United States. Um, then, what else was? Oh. Mutants are now going to be see what they're setting up to is I've noticed this. All these people who've got these powers now are are it starts with Cap killing that guy. Not Cap. Fuck him, he's not Cap. US agent. That's basically who that guy becomes. US agent. Mm-hmm. He eventually becomes a hero. Yeah. Because he, 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 he deals with all his stuff and then he he gets big puts forth a big Mia Culpa and says, I'm I just well, they kind of get because you. I know you're not supposed to like him, but then they'll. They I like him a lot to begin with. They they give you moments though where he's like, "Man, if if we would have had that super serum, like a lot of less people would have died." And uh, you you kind of see that's not the reason why he wants. No, no, no. He 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 got pissed because a bunch of girls came in and whooped his ass, and he's like, I, "They're not even super soldiers." I don't think it's the fact. I don't think he's that kind of guy. I don't think it's the fact that they're women. I just think it's the fact that you know he's basically. Trying he, to punch above his weight class. Yeah, he wants yeah. to fit in with these superheroes so and he's not bad, a and he's not exactly. I so, tell you what, though, the blood splatter on the shield—that's one of the greatest his, fucking shots. It was like from the A. It was, yeah. yeah, it was on his. Oh my god, that was awesome! I rewound that too. Yeah, but so what's happening is, is they're setting it up where people are going to be scared of superpowered people, and then what do you have? Mutants who don't even take a serum—they're just born better than you. So, and, and they're, they're and they're not, and it's not just that they're. Superhuman strength or whatever It's the fact that some of them have godlike powers Professor X Is a god there, There's no person whose brain he cannot take over Unless it's Magneto where, Who constructed a helmet to make sure that didn't happen And then there's Magneto who can Manipulate the magnetic poles and destroy the earth If he wanted to oh, These Omega level mutants especially are terrifying So You're going to have them walking amongst us And I, I'm Willing to bet that Taskmaster on the Black Widow is a mutant. Hmm. And they're going to get into that. The fact that, well, ha- where did he get this? Is he part of the Super Soldier program? Is he, like, he was born that way. He's born able to w- to watch somebody's footage and then do exactly what they do down to a T. Which one's Taskmaster? He's the villain in Black Widow. Okay. He's the guy in the skull mask with who can throw cap shield, use Hawkeye's bow. He's got a sword. He's got the claws like Black Panther. He can fight like every one of them and better. Okay. because That shot. Yeah, yeah, it's badass as fuck. <laughs> that actually makes me like him. Oh my god, I don't like that he did the thing. Yeah, you know who I think might be the the uh, the cameo too. It might be David Harbor. That'd be awesome because Red Guardian is the, of course, Soviet Captain America. He was part of the Super Soldier program too. So that would be fucking great. I'm trying not to really get my nice. hopes up to see who you know who it might be. It might be Old Cap. It might be David Harbor. It might be, you know, hell, it could be fucking Hugh Jackman. It could be Tony Stark. It's not going to be Hugh Jackman. Tony Stark's dead. Not in that. Yeah, it is. Okay, never mind. I thought he wasn't. I thought this was. This is after. Yeah, Avengers. it's after. Um, so in this timeline, um, T'Challa is still alive. I mean, he's technically still alive, but they're going to have to figure out a way to kill him off. 
Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. I don't either. That's going to be rough. Um, what if there's like a Ryan Coogler? Some people don't even want to make the movie, and Ryan Coogler, I think, has the right reaction. He's just like Chadwick would have wanted us to continue on with this. He loved this. You know, this is one of the one of his favorite things that he did. So you know, and the and the again, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is as good as anything Marvel has ever done. Like it's pacing, the characters, the cinematography, fucking everything. And one more thing I think might happen is that that black Captain America, the Patriot, the old guy, has a shield himself. He's going to give that one to Sam. Mm. Ooh, because Sam he gets a fucking shield. We all know it. But the thing that what are we doing here? Sorry, come on, man. But the thing that bothers me most is that the this there's a, like the thing with Captain Marvel where they Brie Larson I guess wasn't nice enough, so they had to go after her and fuck them. And now because they had a scene where cops were harassing Sam, you have all the righties talking about here. With it, here they go with the SJW. Fuck them! I get so fucking sick of these fucking jagoffs who can't accept anything other than white guy shit. I, I can't fucking stand it. And straight white guy shit. Like going after Ellie on fucking The Last of Us because she's gay. And then going after Abby because she dares to be muscular. Go fuck your... Lift a weight and read a book, you silly motherfuckers. But, I mean, you got to realize it's it's 10 people. It's not a it's not No, a it's a movement, movement, man. It's not really. It's not really. Mm, okay. It's not Just, a lot. I don't. I haven't seen anything, but I don't seek it out. I've seen it. I didn't seek it out either. It popped up on my thing. Well, there's an people, algorithm, and they know that you click it. I mean, it popped yeah. up on mine, and I, didn't I haven't seen it. I've, I've seen a lot of stuff about it, really. Yeah. I haven't. It, it was a lot of pieces done on, like, uh, Kotaku and uh, Push Square about it. No. I got to pee. I don't. Yeah, it's the whole, they can't stand that, you know, that they're daring. To, it, basically, it's people who deal with this bullshit idea of American exceptionalism. Like we're, that's the most ridiculous fucking thing ever anyway. We're exceptional. Why? Why? You're another fucking country. That's all you are. Now, it doesn't, doesn't mean that the people aren't great and, and can have their moments, all that stuff. I don't believe that. But to go, Lewis Black said it best. How would you feel if somebody in your office kept on walking into your office saying, I'm the greatest fucker here? And he said it every day. I do that. You get, <laughs> you get so fucking sick of it. Ask anybody I work with. I walk in every morning and I say, you're welcome to everybody I I'm work sure with. I'm sure you do. You're lucky that I'm here. Today is you're Tully, you're Telly Blanchard essentially. I'm Telly Blanchard. I walk around. I do the light handshake with everybody and say, "You're welcome." Daddy's home. We're going to get shit done today. Just let me take care of it. Have you guys seen the? Uh, it was the Loki your pleasure. <laughs> the Loki tra- Loki trailer looks awesome. It's going to be good. I love Loki. It's got. Uh, is that Owen Wilson? Yeah, it's Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson rules. Owen Wilson. He's like. Uh, wow. I've literally studied every <laughs> moment of your life, and you've literally stabbed fifty people in the back. <laughs> I can't wait to see what they're going to do with that. Um, yeah. I think that's the last show. Hawkeye's got a show. Hawkeye. I couldn't be less interested Not in it, but I'll watch the shit out of it. I'm sure it'll be fun. Hawkeye's show. I just don't. I'm oh, not, I'm not the, the biggest Jeremy Renner fan. Was like that the same her. city, the city that they went to where uh, Scarlett Johansson went and found him, like, murking a bunch of people in Endgame? That was Tokyo. It was Tokyo? Mm-hmm. It kind of looked like it had all the neon lights. Oh, you're talking wondered. about Madripoor? Yeah. I, well, okay. I Maybe. I don't, but I think it's Tokyo that okay. it was at. I was like, it kind of looks similar. The, the thing, oh, and the thing that similar. blew my mind about Madripoor, I knew it was coming, but it still blew my mind. That's where Wolverine had a, had a, uh, 
Yeah, a, we saw him. an alter ego named Patch. Yeah, he just wore. Okay, he had the same hair and wore a suit. <laughs> it's, a, it's like, like a, that's Patch, not Wolverine. It's like, it's like his face with the toothpick. <laughs> yeah, or Clark Kent with the glasses. I mean, yeah. Like, Really? But the bar that they went to, I guess he frequented a lot. We watched. He did, and then uh, they had another nod uh, to another place who we went to call the Princess Bar, and it was um, maybe that was that was run by this woman who was this, you know, ran Madripoor. Like uh, I can't remember her name, um, but yeah, I was surprised we didn't see like a Mega Red or something like that. A Mega Red's coming. Um, he's. Very good for your omega three fans. The anti, he's the anti Wolverine. Like they, he was a mutant, and they gave him long tentacles. I'll show you pictures of him. He had long tentacles, and he had something that actually cancel Wolverine's healing factor. Hmm. It's called a disease factor, and it would like Wolverine would start to really bleed and get sick, and the, and the adamantium in his body would start to make him sick because he, he can't. I mean, even still, the flights between him would last. 23 hours so, <laughs> They would get Knock each other Through buildings And uh, Mega Red also has Superhuman strength uh, Wolverine does not So um, They released an hour Of uh, Zemo Just dancing in the club Because <laughs> people I love fucking Zemo I, I love do him too. He's so fucking But I need to go back And rewatch him Because I can't remember Everything from like, Civil War And uh, He's a very Sympathetic character he has. He like keeps a, on listening to the old uh, to the voicemails from his wife, and she's dead. Aw, that's why he does it. Yeah, to remind himself he's not a bad person. No, and he, but he's doing this because he doesn't. I respect the shit out of him for not picking up one of the vials. Yeah, he's like I could I could get on these guys playing level and all this. Said, no, he said fucking stomped them all. He's like, I was like that's that is fucking. That was badass. I love it's, when they that's were principle. fighting. That is hardcore principles right yeah. there. So. I love when they're fighting and he just takes a he like makes himself a drink and yeah, just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, Loki. <laughs> I love that. That guy's really good. He was in uh, True Blood as like a Southern preacher guy. I, I'm I was looking sure. at him on. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was him. Yeah, and he's in Glorious Bastards too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he plays. Uh, I can't remember the character's name. He's great though. I might be getting him confused with somebody else, but I could have sworn it was him in. Uh, in True Blood is like the Southern preacher. It was he was really good and funny, but I might get him com- be getting him confused with another guy that looks exactly like him. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. One character they keep mentioning though that is uh, integral to the whole Weapon X program is so the Power Broker. So mm-hmm. the Power Broker literally it's not powers in uh, economic or power like that. It's as in powers, giving people powers. So he figures out different ways to give people superhuman powers. Right now, it's the super soldier serum. Soon, it's going to be mutants. I guarantee it's going to have something that will be able to uh, activate mutant genes because only a certain percentage of the population has mutant genes. So, man, I can't. You're just getting all excited. Your nipples are getting hard. It's fucking awesome, dude. I can't wait. I think we're going to go back and rewatch them. All the movies and stuff again. Yeah. I do that. Like, I'll watch some at work. Like, I'll just have one playing. Um and then when I want to sleep, I'll turn on Avengers Endgame because the beginning part where yeah. uh, tra- where uh, well the Jenny, Jeremy Renner thing the, the Hawkeye part is really good though where it's just opens up and then the it, thunder clap and then all, they disappear that's fucking great but then the uh, Steve Winwood song plays like <laughs> that's fucking great did you so you know in uh, uh, not Endgame the one before that Infinity War Infinity War where it's uh, Iron Man, uh, Chris Pratt's character, 
Star Lord and, and Drax. And he's got Peter and he's like, who are, and he's like, where is Gamora? And he's like, I'll do you one better. Who is Gamora? No. And then why Drax, is Gamora? And then Drax says, <laughs> why is Gamora? That was completely improvised. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was I'll not in the script. Why is Gamora? <laughs> Drax is the best. I'll I don't know how they he's held the that together. Character. I would have fucking lost. So good. <sighs> yeah, we watched Die, all the improvised. Die, of death. It's <laughs> wrestling the fucking. The end of Doctor. Iron Man, when he looks into the camera and says, I am, I am Iron Man. That was not in the script. Nobody really? knows what it was supposed to be, but they kept it. Yeah, I, I am awesome. Iron Man was not oh. what was written. That is <laughs> I love and on fucking Endgame, though, when Drax jumps on that thing's back and screams, I snap it. <laughs> that shouldn't be so funny, good. but it's so fucking funny because I remember everybody laughing. <laughs> it's he. I don't. He is the funniest character. He really right? is. Absolutely. Yeah. And the fact Rocket's that, good though, Tom. Yeah, Rocket's Rocket's yeah. great. But, but the fact that Batista can stand out amongst all of those great comedic actors is like says something. He's the funniest character. He's well, bad. he's just a good yeah. actor. Oh. He was in ten minutes of Blade Runner twenty forty nine and he was amazing. Oh, yeah, was he was. And also the pro wrestling experience where you're out in front of the crowd and you a lot of times they're improvising their promos and they're, when they're going back and forth. He wasn't a great promo guy. But he picked it up along the way. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that he was a wasn't, but that wasn't his character. He was supposed to be the big tank that comes to yeah. the shit out of everybody. Anyway, Aaron, Elena, favorite things. Go. I uh, finished Solar Opposites. Oh yeah, we finished Solar Opposites. It's a great cartoon. It's hilarious. They it it does some things. They take it a step too far, and I oh, find that sure. hilarious. It's it's real crazy. Uh-oh. They uh. And it's just a brief thing in it, but they actually give a woman like Wolverine powers, <laughs> and she's just accidentally like stabbing people, and she's like screaming, and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. I love it. I need um, to get back into it. I only watched it's so four violent. It's good. Bold uh, yesterday in yeah. a tournament. How'd that go? I got too much attention in the first game, and uh, I went to shit. Crumpled. Yeah. You got too much attention, why? Because you're bowling too well. Yeah, he had eight in a row. Yeah, uh, the first eight in the game. Was that a a, a raven? Uh, I don't know what it would be considered. Get eight in a row. Eight bagger. A turkey. You had eight strikes in a row. Yeah. Aren't there only in the first there's, ten? There's well, there's ten frames. Twelve if you strike in in the tenth and the eleventh. Um, and shot a really good game first game. And just went to shit after that, but I won half of my money back at least. So, hmm. yeah. But I had a good time. I, I bowled with a little kid that he's from up where we live. Never met him and his dad before until we met at the bowling alley. Hmm. And he's he's a good bowler. We got it. Like we're going to do another doubles together, and we've got a real chance to to win something. If we would have had our shit together yesterday, we would have come away with if I shot my average and this kid shot a little better than his, his average we would have won something awesome. mm. so, but I had a lot well, of fun you choked I so. did I, I'm a choke you're a choke artist yep <laughs> maybe somebody should have real David Carradine yeah <laughs> Aaron's hair is my favorite thing yeah I said I was gonna mention it he's just got like crazy hair and he beautiful hair it's <laughs> He'll come out of the shower and he's just like flipping around, <laughs> and it's just hilarious. That, I, uh, that big hair energy. I'll pop my hat off at the bowling alley, and is that a play on big dick energy? Yeah. 
I bought him some conditioner. Oh, yeah, conditioner is like my favorite thing. He's an adult now, so proud of him. I've never used it before in my life. dry, brittle hair your entire life. Yeah. He just used soap, bar soap in his fucking hair. Really? You don't use shampoo? I do now. You you never use shampoo? No, I just used whatever soap I was using. Right? He has great hair. Not even I do that. (laughs) I I mean, it's soap, soap. My hair was clean. It smelled good. Anyways, he's taking care of his hair. I'm really proud of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's been really nice. Like, it's all soft. And, and it's shit. not like it's expensive. Like, you can get like some suave. It's like not. It's not. It's just parts. something I never really thought about. Like, I'm, I've got soap. I'll just use it. No, I think you thought like your hair would get oily. You have this. Yeah, and the soap oily. would dry my hair. Yeah, I do get oily hair. But how much? Like after like how much does one? your scalp itch all the time? It doesn't. I don't understand it. But yeah, it's ridiculous. been using shampoo yeah. and conditioner. That's a favorite thing. <laughs> conditioner man especially with this much hair it's it's pretty nice the condish yeah condish. we watched uh nate bergazzi stand up yeah his Netflix. new stand-up special it's really good it was a COVID special too yeah, yeah. yeah. periodically like helicopters will he was at like universal studios or something yeah he's like hold on there's another one <laughs> and then he told it was just I love his delivery. Oh yeah, he's he's one of one of the best storytellers. He's really clean too. He's doesn't, clean. Yeah. Doesn't cuss very much no. or at all. No, not at all. But he's very funny. I, I like him a lot. Um, you guys got a basket to practice on? Yeah, I did my favorite thing. I played like shit this week, so. Well, the but. basket's awesome. It's uh, I think it was what eighty five bucks or something like that. No, it was like a hundred and twenty. Oh, oh. But it was the light one. It had really good reviews and. Now there was a step up, which was like 140, but I felt like this was a good one to start out with. Does it collapse to where you could take it anywhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. It's like the disc nice. disc craft, like light or something. Yeah. What kind know. of chains it got in it? Does mm-hmm. it have cross chains and all that shit? Have you seen no, them where they come just... down? And there's like a cross between them. No, this right here's just regular ass chains. Hmm. Yeah, it's a nice. It's a nice. Uh, have you been practicing? Thing. I mean, I, I know you. I've took it. I've went out there once and played around with it, but then we broke it down and and went and played a couple rounds. But I do we I do want to practice on my putting and stuff. Like I'll tell you, man. There's been there's a couple drives the last time we went that I'm like, man, I've got something. I just I can't do it every time. My goal is to get uh, to where I'm automatic putting twenty feet and in, mm-hmm. so I can at least get pars. Yeah. Instead of clanging off. The uh, the band at the top and it rolling 150 feet away, which just happened. Yeah, JMO had one yesterday. On what's the hole where it's like up at the top and there's like a slope all the way down behind the basket? It's like six. It's like five or six. Yeah, OTG. He had like a 15 foot putt and it clanged off the top and just it rolled down 200 feet into the woods. It missed everything that would have stopped. I did the same thing. Missed every single thing that would have stopped. Ended up uh, four over on that hole. Well, then I also, I did that, went down there, put it in, and then Elena, she had a shot from, you know, up to it. So I stood on the other side of the basket, and I was like, I don't want to climb back down that hill. If you overshoot it, I'm going to, you know, catch it or swat it or something. And so 
I swear to God, she's like seven feet, ten feet away from it, and she beams it right from my forehead. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. It, it hit was my hat. So funny. My hat went off. My glasses rolled down the fucking hill. <laughs> I laughed so hard. It oh, was shit. hilarious. I, I played the worst it. game. It was the worst game I've ever played since starting. It was so embarrassing. Twenty-two over. Twenty-two over. Jesus Christ! I wouldn't have even kept. But that, that score. was eighteen. We played eighteen. Oh, okay. Well, that's not terrible. But it was still really bad. There was no. I was. Oh, I was so pissed. That's not, I had one birdie though. That was the only highlight of the whole day. And I got a picture of a really pretty sunset out there. I had a couple really good drives the other day. He did. He played really good. Um, and then we went to uh, that junction. Hell yeah! I don't know what it's called. Uh, fuck, what's junction. It's a little house. Yeah. Yeah, in Fayetteville, we went and had food. Good um, burger. Uh, it was. I had two beers. And it was a good. Beer. It was like twenty eight bucks. I mean, it wasn't. I tried a little bit of it. It was like a fruity IPA. It was really good. Yeah. And I had um, like a flight of tacos. It was good. A flight of tacos. Yeah, you get three. Oh. Yeah. It was delish. So if we ever had the opportunity to move out there, that's probably going to be my watering hole. Hmm. Hmm. Watched a guy. We sat there and watched a guy play darts, standing literally four feet away from the uh, dartboard, <laughs> it was and I was giggling the entire yeah, time. There was one. I'm, I'm talking, but Close, closest like, me to Chuck. Yeah. And there's one of them that he completely missed the dartboard. <laughs> it was so hilarious. God. Uh, what else? I uh, watched uh, Cannibal the Musical yesterday. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah! It's all on YouTube. That? It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I absolutely loved it. That's I, the first thing that uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone did. Yeah, and uh, they that was like right. It was either during while they were in film school or right after. But they raised you know like however many thousands of dollars, and it's it's a lot of fun. You can tell you know their love for musicals and stuff, and they're ridiculous humans. I was watching last night. I watched some South Park and like. The Michael Jackson episode, which is hilarious, not just because of Michael Jackson, but the cops feel like they have to frame every wealthy black person, and then they find out he's not black. He he doesn't present as black, <laughs> so they feel horrible about the entire thing. <laughs> Why do we even do this? I've been a cop for twenty five years, framing these wealthy black men, and then I find out that this one's not black. <laughs> Why, why, why do we even get in the game? Those two cops are... <laughs> oh, my God. That that South Park way of speaking, I'll just walk around talking like that sometimes and crack myself up. We were watching like a 60 Minutes episode with them, and they had like some of their producers that's been with them since the beginning, and they were talking about um, their, I mean, their lawyers. They were doing the Scientology episode, and they were mm. like, you can't just say Tom uh, Cruise is gay. And so they just kept coming back with them. Trapped in the closet. And they're like, can we say he's in the closet? And they're like, yeah, you can. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, can can we say, they couldn't say that he was in the closet, but they could literally put him in a closet. Literally put him in a closet. (laughs) That's how they got around it. That's how they got around it. And it was fucking hilarious. It was right around the time that the trapped in the closet thing came out with uh, R. Kelly, one of music's finest moments, I would say. That 20 minute long. (laughs) So ridiculous. And Chuck says, Rufus. Rufus says, Chuck. (laughs) I like Weird Al's spoof on it. He's, He's trapped so in the drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just as long. And it's great. <laughs> uh, Chuck, have you watched Sassy Justice? 
Is that the deep fake one? Yeah. I have, yes. Okay. Oh my God. Are you looking for the thing? Yeah, I was just, I was going to play an, uh, you know, a, qu- a quick clip of Sassy Justice. It's so good. The Donald Trump one. Is there more of them? Because I've only seen one. Well, Maybe. there's a, did you, is it a 14 minute one? Yeah. Okay, no, that's all of them. They they just have it clipped up. Oh. <laughs> Donald yeah, Trump's deep this. fake, though, is good. Like, I don't know if I would know. I've been watching the internet with my ears for several days, and honestly, I just got confused. There had to be another way. I spoke with my computing expert, Lou Chang, at the Cheyenne Institute of Technology. At the Institute, they have been researching ways to detect fake videos. Lu Chang says they've been using it to analyze the recent viral video of the president. Andrews. That's right, Sassy. You see, by using algorithms, we can actually deconstruct the images, and the computers can tell us whether they have been manipulated or not. For instance, <laughs> it's oh, so let's good. Just look at the video of the president that went viral last Yeah, week. this video. Mr. Trump, are the rumors true that you had a stroke? No, 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 no. Look, look, look. They said I went to Walter Reed Hospital. I had a stroke. I didn't have a stroke. You know, I beat coronavirus. I beat COVID. <laughs> Mr. Isn't that Mr. good? Trump. It's, it's, it is. so good. <laughs> oh, boy. Stroke. Now, you see, I can get the computer to get down to the finite pixel level. Mr. Trump, are you having a stroke right now, or are you just making fun of people with disabilities? <laughs> it looks like the president. It sounds like the president. And simply by running the footage through the deepfake analyzer, we can determine that it is, in fact, 100% real. <laughs> no, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. Uh, can we just cut out that little cough and the little stroke <laughs> now let's look at the f- hey, uh, yeah the South Park guys have, has they've invested lots of money into deep fake stuff so I'm interested in seeing what they're going to do past that that's insane though I would love to see Donald Trump's reaction like I could show my parents that and they would, they like, would believe I mean obviously not believe it but for a minute they'd be like holy shit <laughs> to be fair his is really good and I, I wonder because he's so like he he's very expression. I don't know what the word is like. Expressive. He's got a big expressive. face. Yeah, he. I don't know. And I feel like they have so much content to use. Yeah. But with some of the other ones, it's a little hard. Like you can tell. Like if you look. But I don't know if I would even. If it was less ridiculous, like I don't know if I would catch it. Yeah. That's pretty wild. His is good. Yeah, his face though. My my least. There's lots of least favorite looks. But my least favorite one is this. <laughs> it's a pretty good face. Yeah, he's a handsome man. Oh, yeah, God, I mean, I'm looking so at him fucking, right now behind you. I'd love to fuck him. I mean, uh, it's again, it, it blows my mind. I was watching a bunch of Gordon Jordan Klepper clips with him interviewing Trump supporters. They believe this. No, he's a bad motherfucker. They believe that he's a big tough guy and stuff. He is. He's a cunt. He's a. He might be that, but he's also. I mean, he beat the fuck out of anybody at this table. It's true. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and I'm an experienced fighter. I've I'm Owen 136, but I've been in a lot of fights. And he would just beat the shit out of me. Yeah. He would fuck me up. He's a black belt in nine different martial arts. He has telekinesis on his side. Yeah. He can fly. <laughs> um just a superhuman strength. A superhuman libido. That's why he's had so many wives. They can't keep up with all the fucking. 
Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. He fucks so good. <laughs> See, all these things are things that he actually believes. Well, it's real. Yeah, it's real. It's like Tucker Carlson. Huge it's penis. Mm. Big old dick. Just a big old raunchy, veiny, triumphant. I like that when they got dick. The, the dick lineup that using mushrooms on fucking. I'm not, not a big fan of Jimmy Kimmel, but that one was actually funny. They had Stormy Daniels on there, and she picked you like that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, I remember that. Because she talked about how he has a, a, a weird, disgusting looking penis, like it's really small, but it's got a huge head on it and stuff. It's like, Ew. like yeah, that's, that's, that's. Apparently, Harvey Weinstein doesn't even have a dick. Yeah, apparently, it's just. He's got a micro. Something weird happened. Like, he's got some sort of disease or something. It might be. Um, diabetes or something, but like they said, he he looked like a like a trans woman who was a man. You know how their dicks kind of shrivel. Yeah, what? So that's what it looks like. He might have been injecting cocaine into it or something. You know, Jesus. I mean, we could do research about Harvey Weinstein's dick if you. Guys I think want. we should. I don't want to get sued. Yeah. Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> Harvey Weinstein brings a suit against. Oh my God. Come on, bud. <laughs> don't you have enough going on? I mean, Jesus Christ. Don't you got a plant to come in? That's what he did, yeah. right? Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> jizz in a plant. Which, you know, there's worse places to jizz, I, I suppose. That's, true. that's fair. <laughs> did the plant consent? I don't know. Right. Anything else? I think that's good. If I think of something, I'll bring it up. Chime in. Yeah. Well, I'll do mine. And yesterday I played six, 54 holes of disc golf with J Mo. Went up to Daniel's Vineyards. How long of a ride is that from here? About an hour-ish. You got to go through the tolls. You don't got to. I guess you could take a long way around. But the course is awesome. It has uh, three different tees. Hmm. Blue is the long ones. White is the medium length. And they're all from different angles, too. And then the short ones are the red tees. That's what we used in both of our rounds there. And um, it's a lot of wide open hucking. It, there's not a lot of trees in the way, but even though the short tees are kind of long, and they're all par threes. Hmm. If you go to the medium tees, they're still all all par threes, and it'll make you feel worse about yourself. So <laughs> you're just like, we're just going to do the red tees. <laughs> the blue tees are ridiculous, <laughs> like 700 feet. Like this guy when he designed it, he's like, we're we're going to make people huck out here. Okay, but there's Is some it really open? yeah. Um, it's free. It's on uh, Daniel's Vineyard is like a place where they have weddings and like uh, corporate parties. And there's, there's like a restaurant on there where you can do wine tastings and shit. Um, it's hmm. fucking beautiful. It's big, giant, open spaces. You do. It's been there the, for a while, right? Yeah. But they just I don't know when they did the disc golf course, but it is uh, one of the better ones around here. There's a little bit of hiking action. Not too bad. Is it like fairly like open, like, or is there a lot of trees? It just or is it most of, of your drives, you'll be okay. You're you're not going to hit a tree till farther out. Okay, but um, if you got a forehand, that's going to help you. Um, I went eight over on our first round there. Then the second one, I was four over. That's awesome. I don't remember what JMO was. I have the information here, and then we after two rounds there, we went. And uh, did AOTG just because we weren't done playing yet, but uh, we wanted to get closer to home, I guess. But uh, 
I think I was like seven over. No, I was like four over on the first one. And like, hey, we're not tired yet. Let's keep playing. Then I was like, I had a couple disaster holes. So I was like. Oh, yeah. It's easy to get a disaster hole. Seven there. or eight over on the s- second one. Then like nine over on the third one. The fourth one, I was like six over. Like, we got to quit on that. I'm tired now. Yeah. <laughs> and he did well, too. He had a couple disaster holes as well. It's just, if you don't get the drive right and you end up in the woods. That's what happened to me. And you throw one and you think you're going to make it between these two trees. And then you don't. And you miss by an inch and you hit a tree and it comes back to you. You're like, you motherfucker. It's better to miss by two feet sometimes yeah. than it is to miss by an inch. Um, but another favorite thing, this came up on the algorithm. The 1999 DGLO disc golf tournament. It's not even because of the disc golf that I found this so interesting. It's it's what they're wearing. Oh, great. <laughs> That's... That's what has me so jacked about it. This is a 1999 disc golf course. It's a nice course, too. But just look at how these people are dressed. There's not breathable fabric within within 100 miles of these people. Oh, boy. I mean, just big baggy cargo shorts, baggy um, polo shirts that are that. You remember the polo shirts we used to have back in the 90s? The real crappy material. Yeah. Itchy. Yeah. Like, you're just sweating watching these fucking dudes. This guy's running his mouth. Run his yapper. Come on. Let me skip. Let me skip. This guy talks for an hour and a half. It's a skins game combined. But like, look at what this guy's wearing. Just a baggy ass yeah. cargo or cargo shorts, baggy ass polo. Look at he's swimming in those. Yeah, it looks Just so uncomfortable. Swimming. Like your your crotch is sweating. Ugh. <laughs> Terrible form, but he still hucks at 700 feet. Look at that. We dressed like that. Yeah. That's what we That's had. Hilarious. I kind of still dress like that. I need to give me a couple of polos. Get breathable fabric. Yeah, almost sake. definitely. This just looks so uncomfortable. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I remember those thick polos. Like, uh, you'd get them for, like, eight bucks from Walmart. Yeah. yeah. And it's that super heavy. They weigh four pounds a piece. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had to wear them every day, so. I got a new disc. I got a, uh, well, I found a disc at uh, Adventures on the Gorge, and I got a new Warship, which is my favorite disc. It flies way straighter than the other one, which is nice. The other one's pretty straight, though, right? Yeah. It's just a little bit heavier, I think. And I do want to throw that one, your new one. That feels so nice. We can arrange it. Uh, the buzz, the buzz SS, that thing just goes exactly where you put it. Yeah, damn it. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I had a good time, though. We played from, I think we started playing at about 10, 15, and then we drove back to Adventures, and it was, we think we, I got home at about 4.30. <laughs> That's still a lot All of playing, day. man. Yeah. All day long. Like uh, we watched some dudes. Um, they were ahead of us. And they were going from the white tee. And those dudes fucking hucked. Yeah. I guess they were playing doubles because they were going from the best shot. They they hucked it and went on a straight line all the way, like for like 300 feet. And then just before it got to the ground, it started doing the curve. Instead of like me right out of my hand, it started yeah, it going to curving. the left. I'm like, you pieces of shit. I wanted to ask him for tips. Yeah. These guys like looked like they've been playing for a while. They didn't shank all their putts or anything. That was uh, a lot of fun. 
Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, that uh, series, uh, Destroy All the Brutes. It's kind of sad. A lot of old pictures of, uh, like, uh, schools that they put uh, Native Americans in. Yeah, the, the uh, Catholic schools where they made them cut their hair and... If you spoke your language, they wash your mouth. They literally wash your mouth out with soap, shit like that. It was rough. Yeah, that, that was mentioned. Uh, I started reading a book, Indigenous People's History of the United States. It's just rough, man. I mean, this country is it's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. So the country is bad. We have a bad for country. doing for doing what they did. Yeah, I mean it is, but not a lot we can do about it now. Just do what we do. It's still going on. They still well, do it. I mean, yeah, but so does everybody else. Not to the no. I mean, it's different. I mean, if you read up on it, it's way. I'm different. not going to read up on it. Well, but I have. So that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm volunteering the information. It's. But that's how countries are formed. So I don't know. Well, it's like genocide. It's as natural as anything. It happens all the time. But I'm I'm saying that, you know, uh, to pretend that. The, the whole exceptional thing is just complete horseshit. So I'm not pretending. I believe it. Okay. Wholeheartedly. We made rock and roll. Everybody else can suck our dicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did. <laughs> um, Trying to think of other things other than disc golf. I know people are tired of hearing about that. But I'm getting to where I can huck it pretty good. But not as good as those dudes. I was very disheartening watching those fucking guys. Um, that's about it. I don't really have anything else. You got any favorite thing or a, a subreddit of the week there, Aaron? Yeah, I got one. Excuse me. Slash dick lips. It's uh, just Photoshop the penis out, <laughs> and <laughs> it just it makes their face look all wonky. Oh god! <laughs> that one's pretty funny. How long is that guy's dick? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's sitting pretty far off of his body, yeah. ain't it? I don't know what's going on there. Alien. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I love this. Like when they Photoshop shit in there. Like <laughs> R slash dick lips. You remember uh, it's dr- fun. drawing dicks on newspapers? I never did draw it's dicks. A, a, no, it's, oh, a, it's an account what? I used to follow. Yeah, that was <laughs> sure. <remember> that one. <laughs> was, 
I don't know if I remember that or not. <laughs> it was an account I used to follow. It was funny. I guess they stopped doing it because uh, probably Facebook didn't uh, like. I remember. <laughs> I remember now. Yeah. Uh, Some of them were like really impressive. Yeah, like creative. Like, I love dicks. One guy was riding a horse, so they yeah. drew the horse as a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody got anything else they want to holler about? Mm-hmm. Let's call this an episode. I'm guessing Chuck has a song he wants to go out on. I think so. Yeah. Fuck yeah. What are we going to do, Chuck Tales this week? Are we prepared for it? Not quite yet. Just let me know. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Turn this down. I had to turn it all the way up for some reason. Jesus Christ. This thing's going to be confusing sometimes because it's a little too... It's too advanced for your caveman brain. <laughs> I'm just a caveman. <laughs> frozen in ice. I just want to climb out of my... 23,000 years. My BMW and none of the hills are... Whatever. <laughs> okay. I miss Phil Hart. Thanks for listening. Go buy a shirt. tpublic.com slash user slash Radio or pillowfortradiopodcast.com. Go buy a t-shirt. Buy some stickers. Buy a coffee mug. Buy my dick. <laughs>